Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today's Tuesday, the 31st of May. You guys, we made it to the end of May and I'm gonna jump us off into the summer months here by talking about what it means to have strong roots and strong faith. Stick around. I think you're gonna be encouraged. So I'm glad you guys are joining me today for this last day of the month of May. Thank you guys for tuning in. Also, I want to remind you, this is a really great time actually to remind you about Mom Strong International. This is a ministry that I started several years ago. We publish Bible studies there every single month, and I would love to have you join me. It's a wonderful community of moms who are learning the Word of God. And really, the whole point of Mom Strong International was to teach you the word of God so that you can answer the questions that the culture is asking in real time from a position of biblical authority. A lot of you guys are watching this podcast now on video. I'm really excited that you are because as we continue to move forward and get a little bit more of our footing, uh, getting our videos out there on YouTube and out on Rumble, I'm gonna be putting some of the slides up that uh, from talks that I give around the country. So you'll have a little bit more of those visuals. So if you're listening to this, uh, on on the normal regular platforms, which is uh, Anchor and Spotify and uh, Apple and all those. If you want to see me in video, you can do that too. We'll link back to it in the show notes today. But I'm excited as uh, as I'm seeing so many of you checking out MomStrong International. We've got some wonderful things coming up there for the summer months and the fall months. This is a great time for you guys to build those strong roots. They don't happen by themselves. Uh, it happens through intentionality. We're going to talk about that a little bit today, but it's it's being intentional about uh, sewing into the lives of your children. So some years ago, in fact, it was a long time ago that my husband and I really, the Lord impressed upon us the importance of bringing our children up in an atmosphere where their roots could go down deep into the soil of God's word so that when they had children of their own, they would be prepared for whatever it was that the culture threw at them. This was really where uh, Psalm 1 is where we get the name of our nonprofit organization, Firmly planted family. It comes from Psalm one, and I'm going to read it to you. And we'll put it up on the on the slides for you today for those of you who are watching on video. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on His law day and night. That person is like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. And whatever they do prospers. This is what the Bible says will happen in your homes as long as your children are firmly planted in the rich soil of God's word. So let's talk about those root systems for just a moment because that's what you're doing. Strong roots, you guys don't have them by accident. Uh, It's very important, this foundational uh, system that you are uh, nurturing in your children, which is their root system. Where do roots grow? They grow underground. Uh, They anchor the plants to the soil they draw the minerals and the water from the soil that's around them. They make food for the plant. The roots are the things that store food for dry seasons. These roots, you guys, uh, nurturing the soil that the roots of your children go down into is very, very important. And part of the reason why I decided to talk about this today, sort of based on the question I answered at the end yesterday, this mom who just felt like I have wasted my time and I didn't use it wisely. And that is a hard thing as a parent to realize I've come to the end of my parenting journey. I wish I would have done this differently. I wish I would have done that differently. But the fact of the matter is whenever you've still got children at home, you can be tilling up that soil. You can be uh, giving uh, your children places 
for their roots to go down deep into the soil of God's word. Remember, uh, these roots grow underground in the unseen places. And so God is at work in the lives of your children. And he does that through you being willing to intentionally help them anchor themselves in the soil of God's word. What does a root do? It keeps the tree from toppling over. It keeps them from being pulled over out of the ground prematurely by a, by a strong wind or by a storm. If a tree doesn't have strong roots, then as it grows taller, it becomes top heavy and eventually would fall over the first strong wind that comes around. Well, this is a perfect picture of what's happening on our college campuses right now. Many of our kids, many of them Christian kids whose parents just thought they didn't take their responsibility of teaching their kids in righteousness. They didn't take it seriously. So the kids get out into the colleges and they've, they've discovered that their trees are top heavy. Those roots didn't go down deep into the soil. And so you have an opportunity to do that right now with your kids. Listen, just like trees can only grow strong if their roots go deep, your children are only going to be as strong in the culture as their roots are strong. And so the depth of their relationship with the Lord is gonna determine the breadth of the influence that they have for the Lord. And this is true in our families. It's true in the culture. I often think about my own influence. I want it to be far reaching. I want it to be wide. I want the effects of the years that I have on this earth to be plentiful. I want them to be long lasting. And so I want my roots to go down deep into the soil of God's word. I want them to be anchored uh, on the rock, the only one that gives us truth. So I wanna take you guys for the next uh, couple of moments here back to Psalm 1. We're gonna unpack it a little bit. This is a great opportunity for you to uh, to just allow the Lord to minister to your heart through his word. So the Bible says in Psalm 1, again, we're gonna go uh, back again. This is about healthy surroundings. So remember the title of today is Strong Roots, Strong Faith. So if we want the kids to have strong faith, they need to have strong roots and strong roots require healthy surroundings. The Bible says blessed is the one who doesn't walk in step with the wicked. Uh, Parents, listen to me. It matters who your kids hang out with. It matters who's influencing them. Over the course of 30 years, my husband and I have made many decisions with regard to who we did and did not want our children to hang out with. This is particularly important when they are younger and when they are young in their teenage years. Uh, We wanna help them choose wise friends. The Bible says that the companion of fools suffers harm. And the opposite of that, of course, is blessing. The Bible teaches us that we're blessed when we don't walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the seat of mockers. So this, the question you know, becomes, how mature is your child uh, in the Lord? And this is how you can sort of help them make these decisions. Are their friends mockers? What is a mocker? Let's talk about this for a second. A mocker resents correction. The Bible says in Proverbs 15, 12, and so they avoid the wise. So they avoid the wise. Do you have a child that resents being corrected? You got a mocker on your hands. Do they avoid hanging out with wise people? The Bible says this is your opportunity, mom and dad, to correct that, to say, listen, correction is actually good for you. Uh, When we correct you, the Bible says it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. And so as you uh, begin, I love, this is one of the reasons I love my friend Ginger Hubbard so much. She's always talking about the importance of parents coming alongside their children and correcting them and setting their feet on the right path. And when you do that, those roots will go down deep into the soil that's around them. A strong roots get their food from the right source. So the Bible says in verse two, uh, we should delight in the law of the Lord and meditate on that day and night. You want your kids to have strong roots? Do you want strong roots? 
Well, then the Bible says you should be meditating on the word of the Lord day and night. Well, what does that look like? What does it look like to meditate? It means to think about, to ask yourself, what would God have me do? What is the truth of this situation? Uh, you're As we are raising our children, and, and uh, you guys know this, for those of you who've been married for any length of time, you know, Jay and I have been married for 33 years. I'm always learning things. I'm learning how I can love him better. I'm learning uh, what makes him tick, what hurts him, what strengthens him. How do I learn these things? I learn them by asking the Holy Spirit to soften my heart toward my husband. And we we anchor ourselves in the soil of God's word and in listening to him. And we model that for our children. I mean, you you want to think that your kids are listening to you, but they're really watching you. And so the question becomes, are you anchored in the soil of God's word? Are you uh, meditating on his law day and night? Remember I said this last week, uh, you can't pass on what you don't possess. And I think sometimes we focus on what's around us and without tending to the root systems of our lives. And so you may know somebody like this. Maybe this is happening in your family right now. Uh, They've been influenced by somebody around them, right? That walking in step with the wicked, but they they don't have a, a deep root system. And so usually what happens with our children, and this is my big argument against why I do not believe our young, our young people, Christian young kids should be in the public schools. They usually can't sustain and steward the influence very well. And so like that top heavy tree, they crumble under the weight. Well, you heard yesterday, these moms saying, these are the, the books that are in our schools right now, teaching our kids sexually explicit things, uh, showing them images that they should never be seen, right? It's the opposite of what the Bible says produces good fruit. We delight in the law of the Lord. We meditate on it day and night. Well, how are you doing that? If your kids are surrounded by things that aren't good for them, right? Strong roots need to be planted uh, in good soil. And you are the one, mom and dad, who determines what the soil that is surrounding your children looks like. Uh, We're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm gonna go a little bit deeper into Psalm 1 and talk about what it means to have your children planted by streams of water. We'll be right back. All right, ladies, I know what kind of a beating good towels can take. Believe me, with seven kids, towels are used for everything from cleaning up an accidental spill on the kitchen floor to drying off your four-legged buddy. You want your towels to stay soft and absorbent when you need it most for bath time, right? Well, my towels from my pillow are the best towels ever. They come in seven colors, have a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Seriously, it's a game changer. Listeners of the Heidi St. John podcast can get up to 66% off by going to MyPillow.com and using the promo code Heidi or by calling 1-800-447-0541. So let's take a look at verse three. The Bible says that the person that flourishes, that's blessed, is like a tree that's planted by streams of water. Well, that begs the question, you know, where are you getting your daily water? Where is that coming from? And the Bible teaches us that uh, over time, if we're not uh, bringing in the, that cool water from God's word, right? It's a lamp to your feet, a light to your path. The Bible calls the, the word of God living water. What happens when you don't get that water? You become uh, parched. You become um, unable to think clearly, unable to discern. That's what happens when we don't have real water, right? So we would never go for three days without water because we know that eventually we would be doing damage to our body, damage to our mind. Well, the Bible says the same thing is true uh, with our spiritual lives. Mom and dad, you should be offering your your kids a cool drink of water from the word of God every single day. Um, That person that 
that is the blessed person that the psalmist is talking about here in Psalms 1 is uh, planted by streams of water. That means you're surrounding them with the things of God, with God's word, with the music that um, encourages them to know God better and to, uh, to memorize his word. The Bible says that that person, the one who is not walking in step with the wicked, not sitting in the company of mockers, delighting in the law of the Lord, meditating on it, planted by these streams of water, that uh, what happens is the net result is this yields what the Bible says is, is uh, fruit in season. And you guys, fruit in season, I want you to think about that with me for a minute. Fruit comes in season. It comes after years. Mama, listen to me, you with your little two-year-old or your eight-year-old who's driving you insane right now or the teenager that you feel isn't listening to you, this fruit comes in season. And that season comes after years of watering, years of tending the soil of their hearts, years of uh, making sure they get enough sun, the sunlight of truth and pruning, which is the correction that needs to happen. That's when you start to see fruit. And one of our kids, uh, a long time ago, I was, you know, struggling. My husband and I have made a habit of praying for our kids, particularly as it relates to their character and wanting to see uh, righteousness in their life and the fruit of of walking with the Lord. And we'd been praying for one of our children. And, you know, I was sitting there doing school with them and I noticed, oh my goodness, this thing, this this character trait that Jay and I've been praying for. I see it. I saw it in in in, in this child. So I called my husband at work and I was like, oh my word, you know, you're never going to believe it. I'm sitting here doing school with so-and-so and on the thing that you and I've been praying for, I'm watching that fruit right before my eyes. Well, as soon as I said that, this particular child turned around and did the exact opposite of the thing that I just was calling my husband to say, I think we've, we've made a breakthrough. And I was like, "Never mind, false alarm, no fruit, call you later, right? It's, it's work to shepherd your children. And you're gonna have good days and you're gonna have bad days, but God wants you to stay in there with your kids. The Bible says it yields fruit in season. And no one ever goes up to a young um, uh, arborist here in Washington state. We're very proud of our apples, right? Lots of apple trees particularly in Eastern Washington. And no one ever would ever go up to uh, an arborist and say, you know, hey, uh, you don't have any fruit on that, on that little sapling. No, we know it's, it's a, that's a foolish, stupid thing to say. But they'll do that to you with your kids, particularly if you're homeschooling. You know, people will look at your eight-year-old and they'll, you know, what are all the, the states and their capitals? And tell me about what's the, what's the 10th Amendment? You know, they're going to start asking your kids questions, quizzing them. Listen, you don't have to give answers. This was so awesome. You don't actually have to do that. The Bible says fruit comes in season. So stop trying to impress other people and asking the Lord instead to show you how to shepherd your children through every season of their life. The Bible says if you'll do that, their leaf won't wither. Meaning it doesn't matter what happens around them. Whatever they do is gonna prosper. You guys, listen, God's blessings are not found outside of his boundaries. And so when our roots go deep as families, This is why taking your kids to church is so important. People say, oh, it's not that big of a deal. No, it is. It's a big deal. Get involved in a community of people that love the Lord and surround yourself and your children with opportunities for those roots to go down deep and be anchored into the soil of the truth of God's word. Because when your roots go deep in him, there's no opportunity for these external things to get to you. Just like a tree with deep roots is unaffected by strong winds and fierce rain and tumultuous storms. Listen, in the backyard of our house, we have giant trees. I mean, they are tall. We've got 
fir trees. We've got um, amazing uh, uh, willow trees, just amazing, beautiful trees in our backyard. Some of them are ridiculously tall. And I have seen fierce winds blow through our yard in the years that we have lived there. And there have been a couple of times when I've seen the movement of these trees and they literally will move feet one direction, one way and one direction, the other way. And I've thought the tree's going to topple over, but they never do. Do you know when they topple over? They topple over from root rot. And about five years ago, there was a, a giant fir tree. If you, if you live in the Northwest and you understand what I'm talking about, these evergreen trees, these huge trees, right? They're hundreds of feet tall. And this tree didn't look very good. Like it had some sort of interesting um, patterns on the bark and it, and it worried me a little bit. So I called my friend Dwayne because this tree is very close to our house. It's a giant tree. And I thought, man, if something's wrong with this tree and the wind comes, it's going to knock this thing right into my house. And, you know, Lord only knows the damage that that will do. So he came out and he said, yeah, he said, I agree. Uh, something's not right. And he started to show us how you can tell when a root system has been affected. So eventually we made the decision to, uh, to, to uh, fell the tree. And so he came to cut the tree down one day with his son and they fell this tree, this giant tree, you know, and they felled it in the right direction. So away from our house and the entirety of that tree from the very bottom up to about 25 feet was completely hollow. It only would have taken one more storm to topple that tree. Why? Because the root system had been corrupted. The roots were rotten and it was no longer giving nutrients to the trees. This is why the Bible says that when your when your roots are strong and the nutrients are coming up into the tree, the net result of that is blessing. The Bible says that you experiencing you experience blessing. That's what it means that when the wind comes, uh, your leaves don't wither and whatever comes along, your children will prosper, your family will prosper. This is the beautiful thing about being in the word every day. Jay and I have written a Bible study for families, by the way. It's called Firmly Planted. You can find it at uh, the Heidi St. John store. But it was written, uh, we actually writ that, wrote that with a few of our children, taking your kids through the gospels and also through the creation account and doing it in such a way that there is an activity for the older kids and something for the youngers. Again, that's Firmly Planted. I'll try to link back to it in the show notes today. But what I want to encourage you is the reason we did that was because we wanted to give you opportunities to engage the word of God with your children. And as long as they're home with you, you have an opportunity to do that. If you're wondering if your kids are anchored, this is how you can tell. And uh, we'll put this slide up for you also for those of you who are watching uh, this on uh, Rumble or on YouTube. You can identify strong roots by four things, a growing relationship with Christ. In other words, you see them growing. You see that they, they want to know what God says about something grounded in the word of God, meaning we know to go to God's word for answers, led by his spirit. And we, we see that in discernment when you're discerning. And then finally, they're able to flourish in every environment, able to flourish in every environment. I'm gonna encourage you in the weeks and months to come, mom and dad, to become an intentional arborist with your kid. In other words, intentionally engaging your children with the Bible. Hebrews chapter four, verse 12 says that the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. That's what we want God's word to do in the lives of our children and in the lives of us individually as moms and dads. Young people who are listening to this, I know there's a lot of teens who are listening and uh, young adults. I want to encourage you, this is where the trajectory for your life is set. It's knowing the word of God and being able to filter everything that comes at you from a perspective of wisdom, 
that's rooted in the word of God. I hope this has been a blessing to you today. Again, we love it when you leave reviews for the show. You can do that over at iTunes. Certainly leave comments for us at YouTube and Rumble. For those of you who are watching this on video, we appreciate that. And uh, we're just praying for you, praying that no matter what happens in the culture, and I'm gonna come tomorrow, we're gonna talk about some of the headlines, things that are happening in the news. But I wanted to just take you back today and let you know that if you want your family to be rooted and be able to withstand the storms of the culture, the Bible says that the key to that is biblical engagement. Have a great day, everybody. And I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith 